I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sikanet. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hello. Hope you're having a nice little Monday. Your sports bros are back together. Souk back from Army Navy. Yes. Me back from Mexico. And the weather was a little better in Mexico, I'm guessing. It was good. Mid seventies, we did have rain one day. Philly was uh, forty and uh, rainy. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think I win that one. It was dry for the game, at least though. Ryan Buckley over there, everybody. Ryan Buckley still here. Now a fan of eggnog. <laughs> yeah, went nowhere. <laughs> Although he did go to a holiday party and apparently have some monster eggnog that uh, his neighbor makes with lighter fluid. And by all accounts, hey, I guess it's fantastic. Life changing eggnog. That reminds me, the last time I saw you, we went to a party together. Oh, the upstairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the upstairs And I never party. saw you again. No, I was mingling. That evening. Yeah, I made uh, I made several friends. I hung out with a guy who was the sound engineer on The Deadliest Catch. Oh, yeah? That dude is awesome. He also sells mushrooms. He was a very interesting guy. <laughs> okay. He was nicknamed the Sound Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sounds like a character. It was a whole thing. So on Friday, was that Friday? Yeah. No, that wasn't Friday. I think that was- Yeah, it was. Was it Friday? Yeah, it was the Friday. Yeah, it was the Friday of two weeks ago. Yeah, is that a weird way to say like two Fridays ago? Yeah, two Fridays ago, we were uh, partying. We crashed because we were getting ready to go on vacation. Yeah, so we had some beers and stuff down here, and then we were in our new digs here in Northwest Portland, mm-hmm. and the upstairs. What is that? A marketing firm or something? Uh, yeah, ad agency. Ad, ad agency. agency. Yeah, yeah. They were having a big Christmas party. Mm-hmm. With like check-in stand and name tags. Yeah, and... We were not invited, but uh... no, we were. Our, our company was invited. Our, oh. Kim was invited. <laughs> our boss was invited. Yeah. We were not. Well, they said, "Come on up, <laughs> bring your people." Well, Kim didn't want to go, but lo and behold, I saw her up there. Yeah, yeah. Suke and I went and crashed that party. Yeah, I had a great time. I did not. No, no, I thought it was lame. Oh, there was very interesting people. Well, yeah. you guys hung out with the Odyssey people. Yeah, we did. Uh, I broke off immediately, yeah. and I went and found the sound That's the sound probably, hammer. Probably smart. We it was very boring. Like they they needed. 
I don't know. This is a tangent. No one cares. But uh, I don't know. You got to have a band or like you got to have something to pull it all together. It was yeah. just a bunch of people drinking. Yeah. So which I just, is cool, but. I just made my way around the party. It seemed and, as if it was going to be special. I saw a rainbow feather boa yeah. going, on our way up. I'm like, oh, this is going to be. And it's like a. There was a photo booth and. Uh, yeah. You know, was, all the cliches. Yeah, stuff. cliche. I'm out. The bartender had a bolo tie. He was a pretty cool dude. Hung out with him for a little bit. I made the rounds. Free drinks, though. Free drinks. All right, we've got uh, we got to get to going here. Uh, let's talk about the stupid lions. They're probably going to make the playoffs, or maybe they won't. I don't. My know. fighting Dan Campbell's. Um, yeah, we'll talk about Mike Leach coming up. Uh, what's going on with him? Yeah, it's not good. Club 1080 as well. Cool hot things. Uh, right now, the hot five at five. Oh! Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the hot five at five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. The uh, Ducks get a nice receiver from the transfer portal. Alabama's Treshawn Holden is coming to Oregon. Uh, For the Tide this past season, he had 331 yards and six tutties. Uh, He is originally from California. He was a four-star recruit in 2020. Well, the transfer portal paid huge dividends to them last year. When you look at like Bucky Irving coming over and Bo Nix, um, uh, Christian Gonzalez, I would like to see some transfer portal come in in the uh, the back half of that defense, or really any part of that defense. So they did land a linebacker from Iowa, who I think is supposed to be yeah. a big get as well. There you go. Yeah, what's his nuts? Uh, Justin Jackson? Jackson or Jacobs? Something like that. It's a JJ name. Yeah, so they've got two pretty significant transfers so far, but they've got a lot of guys leaving. Yeah. I mean, not all of them are big names. Yeah, most of it is is kind of a, a depth sort of thing. But, yeah. you know, the big one will be if, you know, well, after I the... I think he's forced out a lot of kids. Yes. It's like, hey, you're, just, you're not going to play here. And that is, that's to be it. expected. Yeah. So the big one will be after the bowl game if we get the announcement that Bo Nix is coming back. That's going to be the biggest recruit. Is whether or not yeah. Nick's comes back. And if they get the Dante Number Moore four. signing done. Wouldn't that be cool if the Pac-12 next year has Nick's Penix and Williams back. Yeah. I mean, Williams is back. But, Williams and Penix back. is back. But, I mean, if they have all three of them come back, yeah, would be awesome. And then if Oregon State hopefully can land one in the portal, hey. that's the other one that I'm looking for. I want Oregon State to spend some of that new NIL money and go find yourself a quarterback. Oregon State and Coach Jonathan Smith agree on a new contract. It will pay him about $5 million annually. In five seasons, uh, he's taken the Beavers from 2-10 and 10 to 9-3. and three. Uh, this new deal runs through 2029, and the assistant coach pool is also increased to $4.85 million annually. I love it. You're spending resources. You locked up uh, your defense coordinator in Trent Bray. Now you lock up your coach. I, I just think they have done such a good job there. I think people forget where that program was when Jonathan Smith took it over. That was, that I was, don't know that Beaver fans forget that. That thing was awful. Yeah, that was a good Gary hire. Anderson left that thing a smoking crater, and Jonathan Smith has been fantastic there. Very happy uh, for Beaver Nation today getting him inked up. Number three. The 14-12 Trailblazers play tonight, hosting Minnesota. I have no other information on this game, <laughs> other than I can tell you a very famous person will be in, in the stands. And that is? Meatball. Oh. Meatball is here. Meat's back in town for Christmas. And my friend Drew gave him his tickets, and they are uh, they're going to be at the game. Is this Meat's first? No. Uh, Blazer game, you mean? Yeah. No, I think he's been before. <laughs> I mean, I never took him. But <laughs> I took him to the Globetrotters. There you go, but not the Blazers? 
I don't think I, I don't think we've ever been to a Blazer game together. That's okay. not really our scene, man. Right. I understand. Did you see who's now number one in the West? By the way, yes. Now that I come back, your and I check the state. New Orleans Pelicans, led by CJ McCollum. Yeah, number and, one in the West, and they're playing really well. And like, I was doing a there, there was a I didn't do it. I was reading the article today, uh, and they were talking about uh, some of the analytics, and a lot of people think that this is not a fluke that New Orleans has arrived and they're uh, there to stay. Pistons lose point guard Cade Cunningham. He's out for the season. Uh, they said he's going to have shin surgery. That sounds Can't horrible. say I've ever had shin surgery. Can you imagine surgery on your shin? Did he, did he crack something? Or does he just have like, does he have, know, like a man. bad case of shin splints? Well, if the NBA tonight doesn't interest you, perhaps Monday Night Football will. It is Patriots Cardinals in Arizona just underway. <laughs> a few other NFL well, notes. The Cardinals, it doesn't matter, but the Patriots at 6-6 six and six are still sniffing around a playoff spot. Cowboys signed wide receiver T.Y. Hilton, and the Falcons are going to place Marcus Mariota on the IR with a chronic knee injury. Yeah, that's uh, just code for, look, we're giving the young kid a chance, and if he can play, we don't want to give you a $12 million roster bonus next year. Texas coach Chris Beard, a.k.a. the Austin Strangler, has been arrested. Whoops. Charged with assault after a domestic violence incident at his home. He's charged with third-degree assault on a household member and impeding breath circulation. Yeah, that's not good. The 911 call was described as a hotshot call at 12.15 this morning. This means there was an immediate threat to life or public safety. Now, Beard's attorney is already out. Of course. That he should never have been arrested and the complainants want him released immediately. He has since been released from jail. Yeah, Texas released a statement saying they take it very seriously. He's suspended without pay uh, and then will be evaluated further. So. By the way, you just hit on Monday Night Football. Kyler Murray may have a serious injury. He's just gone down. Non-contact. Yeah, it looked like he had like a... I don't know if he hurt himself while he was falling or if he fell because he hurt himself, but he was running non-contact and then just oh, went dear. down in a heap. Well, they'll be better off Colt McCoy will come in and pull a, pull a Brock Purdy. They're four and eight. It doesn't matter. That's one of the more disappointing. And, oh, by the way, a lot of stuff starting to leak out in some of the national shows, to even talking about it, that at the end of the season, when the details emerge of just how dysfunctional this year has been, um, stuff's, stuff's leaking about, about the, Arizona the Arizona Cardinals. That I guess it's way worse from, from ownership on down with how dysfunctional it is there right now. Bill Schneider has walked back his tweet, but Mississippi State coach Mike Leach does remain in critical condition following a major heart attack. Uh, he is 61 years old. He uh, reportedly collapsed at his home. He didn't receive treatment for 10 to 15 minutes. And uh, 10 to 15 minutes. And when paramedics arrived, they did use a defibrillator and multiple shock treatments. Uh, but according to sources, he suffered seizures, which may have resulted in brain damage. Uh, the same source said the situation is dire. Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are, are around that program that are quietly doing the um, the word is is spreading to people are just waiting to say goodbye at this point for for Mike Man, Leach, Leach? sixty one years old F yeah this makes me very sad yeah and you know I have to say well we were talking about Leach last week and it, I, he was such a a, a a dichotomy for me because a lot of the stuff that he did as a coach really rubbed me the wrong way calling out players and the fat little girlfriend stuff. That stuff always bothered me. But off the field, I just thought he was an amazing person. I thought he was such an interesting guy, and he seemed like such a lovable, just interesting man that I wanted to hang out with, and he was a hell of a football coach. And, you know, it just he was always that kind of real polarizing figure for me. But 61 years old, uh, that's just... Crazy. That's that's really really young. Well, he was a hell of a coach. Yes, and 
an even more interesting guy, like you said. Yeah. He was very giving with his time, and he was always very nice. And we interviewed yes. him multiple, multiple times, and times. just always, always just a hoot. One of my all-time favorites, and and even when we would like see him down at uh, like Pacto Media Days, the stuff off the air was just as interesting as as on. He was one of those guys that. He always wanted to talk to you about a book you were reading or, you know, some sort of life experience you were having. He was very curious. Yeah. He'd always ask you about something. Like, I just, hey, what's that? I always appreciated the uh, That's time. my Starbucks, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh, do you what know? Do you, what are you drinking? Yeah. And, you know, and the, it just, there's so many great clips we have of him, you know, from the don't get married elope to people would ask him these kind of off-the-wall questions in press conferences, and Leach would give you like a three. If you ask him about his air raid offense, he'll give you a six-second answer. Ask him about whether or not you should hold a big wedding, he'll give you a three-minute clip. Very sad. Um, All right, there's your Hot 5 at 5. Up next, we get back to our NFL Week 14 Wasabi. It is 522 on the fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. When there's no one complaining. All right. Kyler Murray is out of Monday Night Football already. Non-contact, what looked like a knee injury. Colt McCoy comes in, and I wonder, you know, the Cardinals are a mess anyway, but just generally speaking, mm-hmm. I wonder how hard it would be when you when you game plan with one quarterback and your other quarterback is so different, and you're at you're in, you're on the first drive of the game. That's got to be so hard to throw the very different backup quarterback in for the game plan of the other guy. Sure. Nice part is you've got a guy that's like 11, 12-year vet in Colt McCoy who has a real good grasp of the offense. Two, you've already had to do it a couple times this week. and This week? Well, not this week. I'm sorry, this year. Colts had to start a couple well, I times. Know, but I but I, what I'm saying, though, is – and I guess I'm asking. I'm yeah. not saying. I, I'm asking, you know – 
it's different when you have the backup quarterback and you know you're going to have him all week. Yep. Versus the starter yep. going down in the first series and then the backup coming in. That's that makes it that much. I would imagine makes yes. it that much tougher. A lot of your game plan with a guy like Kyler Murray is going to go out the window with with Colt McCoy. You're not going to ask him to do the same things. So when you are game planning, you're doing install on on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. Your two big work days, and you're putting that stuff in. Um, yeah, a lot of that game planning is going to have to kind of go out the window because you're just not dealing with so the, now, the same sort of thing. So they're game planning on the fly now. Yeah. So they're deviating from that. They're like, well, Kyler's down. We're not going to do any of that. Let's go to Colt and we'll we'll, we'll yep. resemble what we did a couple weeks ago when they played yep. whomever. Yep. And and with with that's the nice part of having a veteran backup like Colt McCoy that's been that. been there for a couple years, and they'll go to the sidelines. And they'll sit down and say, okay, what? And, and they, they probably already have a pretty good grasp of this, but they'll do a lot of, all right, what are you comfortable with? What do you like? Right? Hey, this was in the game plan. Of the game plan that we installed, what do you like? All right, we're going to stick with that. So you're just going to shrink everything down a little bit. And, you know, he, he just runs more of an on time offense, it's more of a timing thing. Um, and so, yeah, there's going to be some adjustments with the receivers. Um, it's never a comfortable thing when you have to go to a backup, but for a guy that's been around the block like Colt McCoy is a pretty smart guy, uh, I think there's going to be less of a less of a cluster than you would have um, not. But this is why a lot of teams like having, when you have a quarterback that has a unique skill set, it's nice to have someone that kind of shares that. Like you have this in Baltimore a little bit with Huntley. You don't have to change a whole lot. Um, but like if you went from a Jalen Hurts type and then, you know, Joe Flacco's your backup. Yeah, your offense is going to change a ton. And I would definitely say that Kyler Murray and, and Colt McCoy certainly fall into that category of you don't have the same skill set. Well, McCoy is no Brock Purdy. No. I was looking through a list of, uh, we talked about Brock Purdy earlier in our broadcast today. Um, I was looking through a list of the Mr. Irrelevance, like the best Mr. Irrelevance. My tight end uh, at BYU is a Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, all right. Well, what was his name? Tavita Ofanhangawe. I remember that name. Well, he 2001, was, it says here. Yeah, with the Arizona Cardinals, I believe. He's like one of the only names. So I'm looking at every Mr. Irrelevant, which if you don't know who Mr. Irrelevant is, it's the last guy taken in the draft. Yeah. I'm looking at a list of every one of them since 1976. You probably don't recognize. Dude, there is not. I recognize him, the your BYU guy. Yeah. I recognize Ryan Suckup, the oh, kicker for the yeah. uh, Chiefs. As a matter of fact, he... This this is from CBS Sports. They did a list of the top five Mister Relevance of all time. Suck up is number one. Is he really? Yes, he's the best. Yes, Mister Irrelevant. There have been no good Mister Relevance. Well, there's a reason why you're Mister Irrelevant. Well, I guess that's true. But you would think there would be some, you know. I know there were some players it. that were close, like they were like, like the, the oh. second or third or fourth to last from uh, being drafted. Like Marcus Colston, I think, was one of the last oh. five draft picks, and he obviously turned out to You're be awesome. You're talking about the Saints receiver? Mar- yeah. Yes. Yep. Again, this is one of those things. There's right. plenty of guys that are in the back half for undrafted free agents, but the chances of you landing on pick the whatever. Exact, what, like yeah. 266 or something? Yeah, I mean, that's... You know. But if you did the best player at every single draft position, uh-huh. you would have a pretty good player at all of them, wouldn't you? I'm guessing, yeah. But not at Mister Irrelevant. Well, the best not one, at this one. The best one would be Ryan Suckup. But I'll bet you, like, there's I, I, there's got to be some like two twelve where it's not where there's no one. Where ever. There's, there's no one ever. I mean, you get you get into the back half Love of those drafts, and you know, it's not like yeah. it's a crapshoot. But they're <laughs> it's the definition of yeah. I guess so. Uh, the number two, three, four, and five guys on the list of me- best Mister Relevance: mm-hmm. Marty Moore, Patriots; Jim Finn, Bears. 
Uh, Bill Fisher of the 1948 Cardinals. I don't remember a single one of these. And Jackie McKinnon, Eagles, 1961. Not a so, single one. All this to tell you, Brock Purdy is soon to be the greatest <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant of all time. Look, I, it's out of the. It would be out of the norm to have your third string quarterback, you know, do anything here long term, but. Once in a while, because we overhype this, a quarterback comes in, he plays good for a couple weeks, and, and we want to anoint him. We do it all the time. We do it with, with Bailey Zappi this year. Uh, I mean, God, we I, I feel like every year there's about three or four of these. We did it, we're doing it with Mike White right now. I mean, there's one and two. He has three touchdown passes in three games, and we're like, Mike White! But Purdy has looked good. And when you play in a system like the Niners, we have a very smart, intelligent coach. You playing with the definition of an elite defense. I mean, that thing is filthy right now. And you're surrounded by talent, especially if it can stay healthy. You know, hopefully Debo will be back in a, a short period of time. It's not out of the realm of possibility that you can tell Brock Purdy, look, we're going to ask you to do what Jimmy Garoppolo did. Not turn the ball over, right? Be efficient with it. He only threw the ball 21 times and they blew out the crappy Buccaneers. Look, it, it, it's probably not going to happen, but I don't think it's absurd to think that a third-string quarterback, if he can play in the confines of that system, can take San Francisco very far. Super Bowl win when you get, in, you know, eventually you may have to get into a shootout with a team from the AFC, a, a Kansas City or a Cincinnati. Maybe that's asking a bit much, but if you're saying right now in the NFC, even with their situation, I'll take Philly one. They're just Philly's good, plain and simple, and they got Jalen Hurts, and he's better than old Brock. But if you're asking me to pick the second-best team right now in the NFC, I still think it's San Francisco, even with Brock Purdy. Now, three weeks from now, when, when teams get more tape on him and maybe he gets exposed, that well, may be different. But right now, they're the second-best team in the NFC. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the thing that excites fans a little bit, though, is outside of the stuff we talked about in the first hour, is Purdy, you said, do what Jimmy did. Well, he's already doing more than Jimmy did because – he threw two deep outside the numbers touchdowns. Yeah. And that's not an area where they're going to have Jimmy even try to throw the ball. No, he doesn't have the arm. Right. So this guy does and already has thrown a couple tutties in that in those areas. Did one of them with a pump fake? It looks so cool. Dude, it looked good. Yeah. And so that is where I think people are going, well, wait a minute. If yeah. he can just be Jimmy, but also you now have a little bit more of a deep threat. Yeah, watch Jimmy out. with a better arm. Dude. Right? I mean,. With you probably get a little less field go- uh, field general, a little less command of the huddle, the well, offense, sure. the locker room, all that stuff. But yeah, but you're also going to have to be, you know, if you take those shots, you're going to have to live with a couple turnovers. Yeah. You know, he's going to throw some picks in those areas, right? Yeah. So, you know, and that's when they say, oh, you know, and then, you know, it, it's inevitable he'll throw, he'll have a bad game or mm-hmm. throw one or two of those deep balls that, that he got tutties on Tampa on. But he'll it will be a pick, yeah. and then people will be like, "Well, why are you even why are you even letting him throw that? He's the third string quarterback. You know, you can't yeah, win. You can't win at this. But right now, they have not missed a beat, and their offense looks good. The Debo injury obviously is a big deal, but San Francisco is is on all cylinders right now. But let's also okay, let's also realize that the team that they just thumped in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the definition of a sinking ship. And they were in no way a challenge to to anyone in that. So, you know, and then the the Dolphins game. Now, again, Dolphins kind of going the wrong way. And that wasn't really about Brock. That was about the San Francisco defense putting, you know, two in that Dolphin offense into a vice and, and, and squeezing. So we'll just everyone needs to take a deep breath 
on the is Brock great or not. Like we're so desperate. What if I don't take a deep breath? We are so desperate to make these sweeping statements about quarterbacks after a week or two and we do this. He's a franchise guy or not. Justin Fields, he can't play at all. Well, now Justin Fields is the greatest running quarterback in the league and we, we you know, Trevor Lawrence doesn't look good and now, you know, the last month Trevor Lawrence does look really good and so it's like, "Well, they found their quarterback forever." My god, we were Justin Herbert who by all measures, if anyone watches Justin Herbert, says Dude, that's a top-five talent quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, it's a little bit of a rough go this year. He's playing with busted ribs. His, his receivers are hurt. But we actually had to have debates about whether Justin Herbert was a franchise guy. And then he plays one game, and he looks amazing against Miami, and now we're back to, well, I told you, Justin Herbert's the most talented. It's this sweeping need to make definitive statements. And the NFL doesn't work like that. I never, ever, ever hmm. get high or low on something that happens over two or three weeks in the NFL. Okay, well, then what about a five out of six game winning streak? That's pretty impressive. Now, can I make a sweeping uh, conclusion there that the Lions are winning the Super Bowl? <laughs> or does your same thing apply to your Detroit Lions? Should we just say, whoa, 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 slow down? I'll say this. Because that's what we're going to talk about next. The Lions are a much better team, and I said this even when they were losing. They're a much better team than people gave them credit for, and they have cleaned up a lot. The Lions are a playoff contender, and if they get in and you see them against like Tampa Bay in the first round because someone has to win that crappy division, the Lions can win a playoff game the way they're playing right now. Well, I think, dude, Kansas football could win a playoff game in the NFL if they have to play Tampa. <laughs> but I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right, let's talk about it next. And if the Lions make the playoffs, they may not even be the most unlikely. Yeah of teams in the playoffs. Yeah, there's another one. <laughs> Jesus. We'll get to that next. Here's Buck. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, our week 14 wasabi. We have pushed it off long enough. We must talk about the fighting Dan Campbells. Hells yeah. Lions win again. They have now scored 25 points or more in five straight games. They have scored 30 points or more seven times this season, which would be number one in the NFL. Yeah. Even Their when, offense is top five, right? E- yeah. Even when they were losing, they were scoring points. Yeah. And then they went through the, they had that horrible game against the Patriots where they, they got blanked. Didn't they fire, did they fire their defensive coordinator? Uh, No. I think Glenn's still did. there as their defensive coordinator. Because their defense has gotten better. Defense has gotten much better, and they've gotten a little healthy on that side of the ball. They're playing much better. Um, And really, health has been a big deal here on this, this stretch. And, you know, the Lions were one of those teams that were losing games, but... They were one and six. They were one and six. But if you look through that one and six, I always say, be careful looking at records and making sweeping judgments. Now, at one and six, you can't say that you're a, a good team. Okay, you're one and six. But not all one and six teams are created equally. So you look at that. We all agree Philadelphia is the best team in the NFC. Thirty-eight, thirty-five. Right yeah, against but they that. blew them out though. What they Detroit scored a bunch late. Yeah, they scored late, but that thing ended up being a a close game. The Vikings game, they should have beat the Minnesota Vikings. The Seahawks game was a, a field goal game. Uh, what was the other one? The Dolphin game, they had no business losing that game. Even the the Buffalo Bill game ended up being close on Thanksgiving. They had that one in their grasp. So th- my point is the Bills, or excuse me, the, the Lions all year haven't been a bad team. They were a really good offensive team with an atrocious defense and a head coach that seemingly was making puzzling decisions, and they were finding ways to lose close games. But when you're losing close games again and again and again, or winning close games again and again and again, most of the time that will revert back. That doesn't last all year. And so now you're seeing some of those close games go the other way, and you are not seeing improvement on defense, and golf right now is on a, on a run. And Who? now Jared Goff. And you've got... A true number one in St. Brown. Uh, Williams came back for the first time and looked great. He scored a, a long touchdown on his first touch. They're playing good special teams. And by the way, they've run seven fake punts this year, and they've gotten six of them. Really? Yeah. They had another huge one in uh, mm-hmm. in, in the, the win this week. And now they're working Penny Sewell into the offense as a receiver Penny as well. Penny Sewell's catching first down passes, and they... They're, they're, they like, there's a there's a belief in that locker room. And there is a path to the postseason for Detroit. And I'm telling you, if they end up making the playoffs, now their defense isn't good enough, I think, to to really make a, a serious run at anything. But if they find a way to get into the postseason, and that ain't crazy, that is a team um, that I don't think you want to see as a wild card, especially if they keep this run up and they're playing, well, and they're playing this brand of football. I'd put it this way. I, I would certainly... I'd rather see the Giants than yes than the Lions. Yes, I'd probably rather even see the Seahawks. Yes, I um, would too. And I think I might even want to see Washington before uh, the Lions. Yeah, the, but that could be a little recency bias too. But I when I it's kind of the the opposite because with Washington, you know, Washington's kind of a scrappy team that plays really good defense, and it's the the the, the opposite of that. We're on Detroit, you're trying to play some scrappy defense. You're playing well enough, but Detroit can blow you out. Detroit can Detroit can make can can score points on you in a hurry. So, I if if I'm a team like if I'm Philadelphia or I I would rather see I would rather see Washington than I would Detroit. So we know two teams are getting in from the NFC East, right? Philly wins it, and then Dallas is in. Um, 
Minnesota obviously has run away with that division. Someone has to win the crappy NFC South, so whatever. And then looks like the Niners will run away with the West. So when you're looking at your three playoff spots, wild card, Dallas is in. Um, and so now you're competing with Washington at seven and five, Seattle at seven and six, mm-hmm. and well, Commanders have a tie because they tied yeah, the Giants seven five and one. So they're seven five. The, the Commanders and the Giants are both seven five and one. Yes, and the Seahawks are seven and six, and the Lions are six, six and, seven. and seven. So, so yeah, it's definitely conceivable. Yeah, you're playing for two of those spots with one of them being taken by you know the the, the Cowboys. So, and, and when you're looking at, at kind of risers and fallers. Washington is certainly on the come up. New York is is falling fast. Um, I think the wheels have come off of that. They've been exposed. Seattle's in a bit of a tailspin right now, and now they got a short week against San Francisco. And so you look at, at of those teams who's playing well right now. I really think the two teams that are kind of scary right now are Washington with uh, with Taylor Heineke, and who would have thought that at the beginning? You know the way they started, and and Detroit. It's a hell of a thing. Well, you know what's interesting is if they get in, let's say they're the seven. Yeah. I mean, there's so much football left. Sure. They would right now, if the playoffs started today, if they got the seven, they which they wouldn't. They're like as you said, they're on the outside. On the outside, in, but, yeah. Um, the giant or like they could play the Vikings. Yeah. We just saw that game. Yeah. The Vikings are technically the two seed right now. The Lions aren't even in the playoffs, and we just watched them play. And the Lions and the Lions are better. Yeah, they smacked them around. So it's just interesting to look at it that way. The other thing well, is, well, wasn't it real real quick? I don't know if you saw this because you're on vacation, but that game. Uh, the Lions were two. Vegas looked at that, and the the Lions were two and a half four, two and a half point favorites as a what four and seven because they're five and seven now, right? Who the Lions six and seven six and seven. So they were five and seven, and they were playing the ten and two Minnesota Vikings, and Vegas had the favorite. Lions as a two and a half point favorite. Right. Um, the Buck. You mentioned the Bucks. So Tampa right now is leading the NFC South, and somebody <laughs> has to go to the playoffs. <laughs> The division winner gets in. Yep. But uh, the more improbable, like the Lions, it's not improbable no. at this point that they make the playoffs. The more improbable is freaking Carolina. Yep. Because Carolina just beat the Seahawks. Uh, by the way, the uh, interesting to note, I was looking at the Lions' last four games. They're at the Jets next week, and mm. who can beat Mike White? Only Buffalo. <laughs> then they're at Carolina. Mm. There's and then they play Chicago and at Green Bay, so definitely winnable for Detroit. But Carolina right now, they're not awful. No, they're just not, dude. They're running the ball. They're playing good defense. Sam Darnold sucks, but whatever. Just don't turn it over. We've seen that act before. They could go to the playoffs. Well, and, and, and if they do, that dude should get the Wilkes should get that job permanently. Yes, he and, probably won't, but he should. And follow me on this. So Tampa Bay is a disaster. They play Cincinnati next week. They're going to lose to Cincinnati. Speaking of a team that we, uh, at the beginning of the year, we were like, what the hell? Cincinnati right now, Cincinnati may be the best team in the, in the AFC. They look good. Cincinnati's good. I mean, I'm taking nothing away from, from Kansas City. I think we just sleep on how good Kansas City is. I mean, it was a close one with Denver, I guess, but they were up, what, 27 to 3? 27 nothing. 27 nothing. So. But, but I, how do you let Denver score I four times? Well, I mean, again, you just you, you stopped caring. You know, it was like whatever. But they play Tampa Bay plays uh, Cincinnati. They're going to lose that game, and then they got they got the Cardinals, which you know that you would hope that's a win. And then they play Carolina. That game, Tampa Bay and Carolina, may be for first place and maybe for a playoff spot here in in two weeks. And I hate that. I'll be rooting for Carolina well, so three bad. Weeks. Yeah, but Tom Brady will win, and they'll go to the playoffs. <laughs> 
And then they'll win the Super Bowl. I'm kind of hoping that we get the old, and it happens once in a blue moon, that we get the sub-500 division champ. It happens. Oh, it's, yeah. No, it happens, and that looks like that division, that's, I mean, there's only four games left, like you said. Yeah, so. the Beastquake team, right? Marshawn's uh, yeah, they were seven, seven and nine. nine. Yep. Some seven and nine BS. The difference is, I don't think anyone believes that whoever wins that division is going to win a, a, a playoff game. And by the way, let's also not... They ru- would host a playoff game. They would too, host right? a playoff game. So, yeah. so it's like if you're Dallas, so that's why Dallas is in kind of a weird position because the Eagles are probably going to win that division. Dallas can still catch them. Yeah, but they're 12-1. They're, you know... Well, but Dallas is only two games back yeah. and they still have to play. So uh, Dallas could catch Philly. They probably won't. And if they don't, Dallas is going to have to go on the road yeah. and play uh, Tampa. <laughs> or Carolina. Or Carolina. Or... or- Atlanta. Atlanta's not out of this either. Atlanta with Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. They, they oh put Marcus on the IR. He's God. he's done for the year. So All right, we'll wrap up the Week 14 Wasabi next on The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for Week Number 1. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Well, you had Jared Goff and Trevor Lawrence as two of the hottest quarterbacks in the NFL in Week 14. Uh, you win. You win money. No one had that. But. No one predicts. Just I know. The That's NFL. No is, one knows anything, man. No. You just never freaking you know. You never know. Geno yeah. Smith was great. Now he sucks. Seahawks suck all of a sudden. Yeah, they they came back down. Although, you know, they're they off. the Niners. Did you see their next four? So their last four? Well, so they have that, the Rams one more time. Yeah, the Rams one more time. They got the, C, they got the Niners Chiefs. Thursday. Yeah. Niners, Chiefs, Jets. Yeah, it's it's not going well. But they're seven and six, so they're yeah. they're right there. Well, and their offense is is still good, and Geno's still playing well. They've just only threw a couple picks. Yeah, they've yesterday. come they've come back down to reality, and and we kind of thought it, but they had built themselves a healthy lead there, and and they've put themselves in, in still playoff position. It's just you know I think it's again it's easy to get fooled when you're winning those close games, but again most of the time you come back. You know, to reality, and, and Seattle's still an okay team. They're just not a serious contender. But the nice part is, if you're Seattle, Denver just kicks rocks, and you're going to get a top five pick and your pick, and you've got a nice young court. You're another draft away from potentially being a serious contender. The the Seattle thing that you're going to have to make a decision on in the off season, and I don't know what you do with this. Is Geno Smith a franchise quarterback? He's good. He's had a good year. Why don't you give him a little bit of money and keep him around? Yeah, yeah. but not. Yeah, can you, you hedge that? I well, don't he's know. an unrestricted free agent. So, well, but if somebody comes along and, and I, pays him a bunch of money, you, you ain't matching that. I don't think so. Let him go. Yeah, to me, if you know, th- but there if is, you get him at your price, I yes, think he's worth bringing back. Absolutely. But do you? So Denver's got Denver's going to have a top three pick, which means you're going to have a top three or four pick uh, in Seattle. And if you've got a quarterback class that supposedly people are high on, that's the question. Say, let's say you get Geno at twenty mil, right? You bring him back at twenty million, and or you know, I think you prefer it to be closer to. Say, yeah. You'd prefer it closer to fifteen, that's but high. you know, but let's say you get him for under twenty, somewhere in that in the teen range, and you feel really good. You get him for three years, and you get him at seventeen per. You feel good about it. Do you spend the third pick? 
And do you go out and, and do you get a guy that you think is truly a franchise quarterback? That is going to have to be a big I think you have to. discussion if you're Seattle. Yeah, I, I think you have to. You have to draft a quarterback. I, think, I don't think anything changes. Geno Smith's play this season, none of it changes that you need to go get a quarterback. I feel that At way, too. At the same time, I do think you want to try to get Geno back if you can. Yeah. And if not... The next Gino sitting right there. His name's Drew Locke. I mean, look, let's not <laughs> let's not get carried away. Gino deserves a lot of credit. He's been really good. But you know, can Drew Locke produce seventy five percent of what Gino has done this year? Probably because we didn't think Gino Smith would even beat out Drew Locke. No, right. So you have a hedge there too. Yeah, I just think the the future is bright for Seattle, and um, this season has been a lot of fun, and and hopefully it still ends with a with a playoff run here. But you know. Reality, reality is checked in, but you've got some you got some pieces there. But you know your linebacker situation is dicey at best. Um, there's there's some holes, but the nice part is you got draft capital, and if you're Denver right now, you're staring at a couple hundred million bucks in Russell Wilson, and I don't know what the hell you do with that. And by the way, here's a fun little l- nugget. I was flying back from Philadelphia, and I was sitting next to um, this big wig insurance guy on the airplane, and he's up in Seattle, really. Very, very interesting guy. And remember that mental coach for Russell Wilson, the guy that passed away? Yeah, he died, yeah. So his company hired this guy, too. Like they, He just he swore up and down by this guy. The, Wait, the, I'm confused. Whose company hired? The, the guy that I was sitting next to. The insurance the guy insurance hired guy. the Russell Wilson yeah, mental, mental, guru, mental coach. But he's yeah. now dead. Yeah, he's now, now, he, now he passed. So he's but, probably not helping him much now. But we were talking about this, and, and the guy... You know, it's you know, it's it's one guy, but he seemed to know a, an awful lot about uh, him. He knew an awful lot about about Russell Wilson. He seemed to be a very connected guy, and you, you've heard this from different people. And he said that when when the when Russell Wilson's mental coach passed away, that there are a lot of people that thought that oh boy, this could really really derail Russell Wilson. And you're hearing more and more about that, that Russell is, he's an interesting guy that can't necessarily get out of his own head and can fall victim to a lot of people pulling at him in different directions. And it's a very roller coaster for him. And and this guy was really the anchor in Russell Wilson's life. And you heard that when, when he passed away, that it was such a big deal for Russell Wilson. And, you know, people are often like, hey, how can you go from being Russell Wilson in 10 years in Seattle to what we're seeing now? And there's a lot of people right now that are believing that this is kind of one of the, if not the biggest reason, is his his coach being gone, and that Russell is kind of a a, a rudderless ship right now. There's something to something to think about. All right, the club 1080 hour. Do you guys know that? You guys ever been on that? Heard of it? Like I that? I have. Yeah. Yeah. It's next. <laughs> All right. It's next. Hot snake news. I hope. I have no snake news. Damn it. Uh, but I do have hot geography facts, if you'd oh, like. That's fun. Uh, that is next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.